Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. If you're a new listener here, please hit subscribe to make sure that you get all my new podcasts. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, if you haven't had a chance to sign up for my newsletter where I bring you every week bits of what I call soul wisdom, you can do that at DrAmyRobbins.com. And today I have for you all a ghost story that was shared by a listener named Tina. If you, again, are new to the podcast and haven't heard a ghost story yet, ghost stories are stories that listeners write in and share with me about their experiences connecting with loved ones or how loved ones have shown up for them. So if you have a ghost story you'd like to share, please send me an email at dramyrobbins at gmail.com and I will share it on the show. A few things to talk about before we get started with today's episode. If you have not subscribed to my newsletter yet, I have some exciting things coming out in the next weeks, months, unclear how long it's going to take me to get it together, but there will be some stuff coming out and I don't want you to miss it. So head on over to dramyrobbins.com and subscribe to my newsletter. And I also wanted to tell everybody about an amazing opportunity with IANS. IANS is the International Association for Near-Death Studies, and their 2020 conference is online. This year's theme is Unlocking the Healing Wisdom of NDEs, and the program is packed to the brim with fantastic speakers and experts to guide newcomers and seasoned experiencers alike through the mysterious worlds of near-death experiences, spirits, and the afterlife. This conference, again, is online via Zoom, August 14th to 16th, and you can visit IANS.org for more info. That is I-A-N-D-S.org. And many of the speakers who have been on this show in the past are also members of IANS. It's an amazing organization that really promotes the work, so much of the work that I'm doing on this show in terms of bringing to light many people's spiritual experiences and spiritually transformative experiences. So head on over and check that out. And now to today's show. Today's ghost story is from Tina, The Lion Vision. Shortly after my husband, Vince, was diagnosed with stage 4 metastatic cancer, I had a vision. I was in a deep sleep one night when I suddenly woke up and sat straight up in bed. I looked over at Vince and saw a lion sitting on the side of the bed, looking directly at me. I rubbed my eyes and moved around, trying to make sure I wasn't just seeing shadows when it dawned on me that the lion was in full color. This lion had the most amazing, gentle golden eyes and radiant fur mane. Without words, I understood immediately that this lion was protective, offering the words, be strong. Any other time, I would have been freaked out by what I had just seen, but I wasn't afraid. I simply laid back down and went to sleep. The next morning, I told my husband about what I had seen, that he had a lion spirit that was watching over him. I felt like it must be a sign that he was going to beat the cancer. We just needed to be strong. 
Fast forward a year, and we are in the hospital for what seemed like the millionth time. Only this time, the devastating news was that his body was dying and there was nothing left they could do for him, except call in palliative care. We were floored. To make matters worse, this news was delivered on our wedding anniversary. The day that was filled with intense emotional upheaval as medical teams and counselors met with us. Hours later, I suddenly had this thought to go to the gift shop and get him something for our anniversary. It was 10 minutes before the gift shop closed, so I rushed in and searched for something to lift his spirits. I mean, seriously, what do you get someone who was just told they're dying? And by the way, happy anniversary? I had no time to shop, so I quickly grabbed the first thing I came across, a coin with an angel on it that was sent in a small decorative gift box. He would like that. He liked to hold sacred things in his hand to keep in his pocket for comfort. I then decided to get him out of the hospital room for a break. So I went back and packed him up in a wheelchair and took him for a walk in the hospital park that ran alongside the Hillsborough River. I gave him his present and there, when he opened it, He turned the coin around, and on the back of the angel coin was a picture of a lion and the word courage. Vince looked at me and he said, wow, it's my lion. I guess we now have to have courage. I was stunned. I had absolutely no idea there was something on the other side of the coin. We both knew it was a message from our lion angel. My husband spent almost two weeks in hospice. During this time, I was allowed to stay with him day and night. When he took his last breath, I took off his necklace and put it around my neck and his big wedding ring on my thumb. Numbly, I began packing our things while waiting for the kids to come. Somewhere along the way, I noticed that the ring was not on my thumb. Frantically, I began searching the room and in the hallway, berating myself for being so irresponsible. My boys were both police officers, so when they got there, they searched the room in detailed police fashion. They took everything out of bags, shook the bags, looked on the floor, furniture, everywhere. No ring. I was devastated. Devastated and exhausted. My daughter took me home for the evening. The next day, my kids drove me home to help me settle into this new existence without my husband. That evening, as I was settling in for the night, I had this thought to get up and empty the bag one more time. Even though I was so tired, I got up and took everything out of the bag for the umpteenth time. As I turned the bag upside down in what somehow seemed like slow motion, my husband's ring fell into my palm. I started crying, and then I started laughing. I knew somehow my husband had arranged this. I called the kids to tell them, and they were all in disbelief. How could three people go through that bag, shaking it out multiple times, and not find the ring? Why was I told to get up and search the bag one more time? Could it have been my husband reminding me that even though he was gone, he was still there? That is exactly what I believe. It has been six years since my husband passed, and I have so many beautiful, mystical stories to add. I have no doubt 
that our loved ones, guides, and angels are always nearby. Life is better knowing this. Blessings and peace to all of you. Thank you so much, Tina, for sharing your ghost story with us today. It was a moving story. I got the chills as I was reading the ring falling out of your bag. Uh, if anybody else, like I said in the beginning, has a ghost story they'd like to share, please send it to me at dramyrobbins at gmail.com. And thank you all so much for listening. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between.